Hello, 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 and welcome to Step 3, a podcast about surviving business while also coping with ongoing depression, crippling anxiety, and general crappy feelingness. So, I am your host, Ian Wilson, creative director and technical overseer of All That Is Holy at Build Create Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We make websites and stuff like that. So, this week... We are talking about we meaning the royal we meaning me, flying solo, talking about motivation. Motivation is something that we all just wake up in the morning and immediately wish we had. (laughs) Um, No, I wrote this little like this little thing. Check us out. Motivation. It's what gets us out of bed in the morning and propels us through the day until we slump, exhausted and spent, into our bed and cry ourselves to sleep knowing that this toil is endless, there is no hope of relief, and we will die with our most profound dreams unrealized. Or at least that's how it feels some days. Other days, like today for me, as you can tell from the lovely lilting uplift of my voice, other days we hit the streets like Jackie Chan and every problem is solved using some ingenious and novel use of everyday apparatus that defies the previous limits of our imagination and we can't help but smile while we do it and there may also be whistling so motivation it it it, it's this word that means so many things to everyone you know uh you start to think of like motivational speakers which is like this really dubious profession that we all sort of think of as being total bullshit but at the same time if you've ever been to something like that it's even like at a conference or something Um, You can't help but walk away feeling like a million bucks. You're like, wow, I feel so motivated. So what I want to talk about today is um, some good ways and bad ways that we motivate ourselves and people around us. And, you know, from the perspective of um, a business owner with employees, you know, how to how to do that better. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So I want to start off with some obvious fallacies, some false motivators and uh, the first, the chiefest, and most guilty of all of these is, of course, money, right? We always think that money is the great motivator. That's what movies tell us. That's what music tells us. That's what, you know, dime store novels. Everywhere around us in this country is like, no, more money is everything. And while money is great and it can buy you happiness and love and all those things that seem great, um, it's not a great motivator because... It doesn't make you feel and ultimately what you want is to feel and that's why we like that's why we consume all this media and buy all these things because we want to feel for a second that that feeling of like I've arrived right so money doesn't make you feel that way and neither do fear or threats which are another like favorite horrible managerial thing that just seems to like I don't know why people think this works like why was why is making people feel afraid for their job or afraid for their safety or afraid for whatever why do people think that's going to motivate someone to do their best work and not just motivate them to totally dick you over later as soon as they have the chance right like that negative reinforcement is just like it's so prevalent in 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 work 
in in parenting it's everywhere and it, and, the, and the really sad thing is that it's like almost our natural inclination is to be like no why are you doing that god don't you see blah blah blah, blah. you know you're you're making that person feel smaller and when they feel smaller guess what shit in shit out you you're not gonna get a large great outcome when you're making that person feel small so old bosses listening to this you know take notes right um promises i just threw this in there because it was just so jaded but promises really though like promises are not an inherently bad thing obviously they are something they, they represent like our best wishes for our future and that's great but i think you know promising oh well someday this is going to pay off someday whatever you got to cut out the someday and look at like tomorrow what 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 benefit is this going to be those small gradual improvements over the grand promises are what are going to make people see that um that this is worth worth doing it's worth making it better it's worth getting a little bit better every day that one is like a super gray area um, and so I'm going to have to, you know, request that you use some introspection there and think about how that applies to your daily life. Because um, for me, historically, in my in my line of work, it's been, oh, well, I promise it's going to be worth it. Just stay till like 10 o'clock tonight working on X, Y or Z project and someday we'll have profit sharing or something like that. And from like a business owner's perspective, having said similar things, not exactly this because I've learned enough not to fortunately by now but i mean you do want you're, you're not doing this from a place of malice you're doing this from a place of i want to see us all succeed together because that's awesome and that's what we all want we know when we start a business is to not only be successful ourselves but share that success with the people that helped us get there um but that promise you know a few weeks later it's really starting to feel a little bit sour there's only so long you can live on promises um, another false motivator is increasing someone's responsibility and being like, no, they'll totally step up and do this. Sometimes maybe they will, but a lot of the time it's not, it's not fair to expect someone to necessarily rise to the occasion without giving, without marrying that up with some other good motivators, which I'm going to get to in a minute. I only have like two more of the bad ones and then we'll get to the good stuff. Um, because... Again, you haven't really given them those resources of the good motivators to help them shoulder the burden of that responsibility or that stuff you've delegated to them. So trying to be like, I know things aren't going great, but I bet if I put a little bit more workload on them, they'll suddenly like, it'll, it'll, it'll compress them down into a diamond and it'll be awesome. And that's not really what's going to happen. Um, false community or a false sense of culture. Um, <clears throat> this is one that a lot of like really terrible bosses do. And, and we can all, I think, relate at some point in our careers to some boss or um, middle manager or whatever who was like desperately trying to get people to like him and to like working there. And it's like having pizza Friday when Monday through Friday up to like 4.30 are rubbish is not going to suddenly create this sense of like, we're a fun place to work. Like anytime someone says, I'm just a, a fun guy to work with, or this is a fun place to work, or we just like to have fun here, we're a bunch of jokers. Like you immediately know like red fucking flag. Just maintain eye contact, walk slowly out the door, shut it behind you, turn and run. That person is deluded. You know when you're writing and they're like, don't show the you, don't tell the, the reader, show the reader. 
Yeah, you don't tell someone, I'm a fun person, if you're really a fun person. They'll know it already, okay? Like, that's you saying, get in my van, there's candy. I'm gonna leave you skinned on the side of the freeway, but I mean, maybe we'll have some fun beforehand. I don't know. Don't trust those people. Um, and on the, on the other end of this spectrum, we have from responsibility, with our brief interlude into serial killing, is low expectations. Like saying like, oh, see, I'm only giving you easy things to do so you can like accomplish these easy tasks and you'll feel better about yourself because you're crap and your work's crap, so let me just give you some crap to do that no one cares about. That's not what you say, but that's what you mean and that's what's going to come across, right? Um, it's like responsibility, if you're not accompanying that with the positive motivators, then you're just creating this sense of, well... I'm giving you low-value work because you're a low-value employee, colleague, friend, lover, sister, wife, etc. Right. So, um, again, crap in, crap out. Right. You gotta, you gotta find that balance. And there's always gonna be like low-value work to do, but sometimes that's kind of like a reward. But again, only if it's paired with the other positive motivators that it's seen as such, and not just seen as trying to. Um, you know, mitigate your, uh, your, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mitigate your, your incompetence. You know, that's kind of the message that comes across. So that was a whole big old downer trip. So let's jump into the positive things we can do. So there was a guy who wrote a book. His name was like David Pink or something. I don't know. You don't come here for citations. I'm sorry. Just Google it. You'll figure it out. Um, but he said that the things that motivate people are purpose, autonomy, and expertise, which when you first hear those words, you're like, what does that even, what does that mean? Right? They're like three sort of weird words. So I'm going to, let's, 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 let's break that down a little bit. So purpose, right? giving people that that overarching purpose and that's kind of ties into the whole promises thing you'll find a lot of these sort of mirror each other right so you know instead of saying i promise eventually things will get better the purpose helps tie people into well as doing this you're part of the larger purpose of building of of building a company you have your own contributions to make so rather than promising things actually giving them an active voice in in achieving those promises helps to give people a purpose. They're tied into the success more because it's not like they're building their own little Lego wall over there. It's more like they're designing the castle with you, right? And so that gives them that intrinsic sense of purpose because they're tied into the the, eth the ethos and the ideology of what you're doing, right? That larger purpose. Um, autonomy. You know, people like being able to think for themselves and find their own solutions to problems. Uh, that's something that as a business owner, you will struggle with. That's something as, you know, if you're an instructor or you, you know, work in some kind of instructor type position where you're teaching people things, you're going to struggle with because people need to be able to internalize things in their own way, problem solve in their own way and apply those problems in their own way. And in some industries, that's not necessarily feasible in the medical field. Please don't like just freehand my shit okay don't <laughs> but you know when you're in a professional environment 
um, in an office or, or whatever your environment is, giving people that ability to to independently problem solve and uh, and troubleshoot, you know, it gives them again that sense of purpose and ownership over what they're doing, and it makes them feel more personally accountable, and not in a bad way, not in like a, I'm going to blame you if this goes wrong, but in a I am proud of this because I did this right, and. Um, and that, again, ties into expertise. You're going to see purpose, autonomy, and expertise all really intermesh with one another because it is kind of the root of what inspires entrepreneurs to branch out on their own is wanting the purpose of I'm doing my own thing and you can't mess with me. Autonomy, I'm going to do it my way. And anyone who tells me otherwise, well, I don't got to listen to you. And expertise is developing professionally, being the best at what you do. Um, and that is a big part especially for people in the tech industry i find uh, uh it's really a huge deal to say like you know oh i'm learning this new language or i'm just digging deeper into the languages i already know programming wise you know that constant professional development is part of what gives people that purpose and gives them the ability to work autonomously because now they have the expertise necessary to do that without like sinking the entire rest of the ship along with it right um, positive reinforcement going back to counter the negative reinforcement you know rather than calling out the errors people have made praising the positives and giving them the inspiration and insight to solve the other problems instead of saying you did that wrong do it this way say oh you did this right how can we apply that learning to this other problem you had you know, and letting people have the autonomy to come up with their own pro solution to the problem is often a great way to work that positive reinforcement in because you're saying that you have value and I know you can do this because you have the expertise to do this autonomously. And as part of that, you're contributing to the larger goal of, you know, moving all of us forward. Um, because that ties into the community, the culture, the sense of belonging that we all crave that comes from our workplace, right? That sense of belonging, the fear of losing it um, is a huge motivator for people. When you are working in the tech industry like I am and you're designing things for people to use, you're constantly thinking of what's going to make the end user uh what's going to help people to better use this piece of software I'm using or what's going to make the client's life easier. And so one of the things that we do to help uh, facilitate that with when we kick off a project is have everyone come. So everyone meets the client. Everyone gets to hear the pain points straight from the client's mouth. And that, you know, beyond the whole uh, office culture, there's also that sense of, of a larger um, belonging and uh, and almost like philanthropy, but that sense of okay the client is a real person their pe their users are real people and that that inspires that empathy that we all have deep inside of us to help other people and lift them up right um <clears throat> and beyond that and this is again like the, the opposite of the low expectations from before is setting higher expectations like i'm giving you this it's going to be hard as balls it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a challenge. You're going to feel like Sisyphus pushing a boulder up the hill over and over again. But it's going to be amazing because you can totally handle this, right? And so you kind of roll all of this in. So basically, at the, at the end of all of this good motivation, you're able to set high expectations. And people want that. They want to feel like, well, not everyone, obviously. Some people 
everybody's wired differently. Don't try and like pigeonhole people into this, but it all applies on a broad level. <laughs> Don't expect everyone to suddenly be like <laughs> the, the perfect. I mean, if, if everyone was like this, we'd all become entrepreneurs and who would work for you, right? Um, but no, the point is you set these high expectations and people love to fulfill those expectations because then when they do it, you're like, oh my God, that's incredible. You're amazing. Look what all we've accomplished together. And you wind up with all of these positive motivators intermeshing together you have a purpose you're building something together they're solving these problems on their own because they've acquired the expertise necessary to do so um, they understand that they belong to a larger group of people solving these problems you're giving them the positive reinforcement they need to instead of seeing a problem as a stumbling block seeing it as, as an opportunity to grow and to learn and as a result they're going to fulfill those higher expectations because you put good stuff in and you're getting good stuff out okay and uh, and it's it's just that easy. No, it's it's a lifelong process of internalizing these lessons, especially with positive reinforcement. Because, like I've said in a previous episode, I'm a sarcastic asshole, and I really have to kind of rein that in sometimes and be like, "You're not contributing something positive to what's happening right now." Okay, okay, buddy. And it's important to understand that these things hold true whether you're managing other people or you're just engaging with coworkers, colleagues, or even just inside your own head as you try to accomplish things in your personal life. You know, I want to make more music on my own. I want to get in shape. I want to be a badass kung fu fighter like Keanu Reeves. You know, some of these goals are attainable. Some maybe aren't. I don't know. But, you know, these own... Look inside your own head and what do you say to yourself when you encounter these stumbling blocks? Are you giving yourself the false motivators of, oh, if I do this, I'll just make more money. Why are you doing this wrong? Can't you see that that was not the right thing to do? I promise that if I just get this one thing, if I buy this thing, if I do this workout, I'll feel happy. I'll achieve results. You know, I, oh, but if I, maybe if I start giving myself a schedule and I assign myself all this responsibility, I'll just somehow organize it into my own magical system that'll work or no just be lazy don't don't worry about it just take you know it's you see all those things that you are saying to yourself instead of instead of looking at what's the deeper purpose of your life and thinking about how you can accomplish these things through positive reinforcement and setting high expectations for yourself that you can achieve you're going to find it much more easy to achieve those goals but i mean the hard part is first internalizing those lessons i'm very much still working on that every day as evidenced by my gut and my rubbish guitar playing so just when you're having trouble being motivated when you wake up in the morning to go to work or when you're at home with your kids or whatever at school and your hobbies or individual pursuits just remember that motivation is is it's what gets us out of the gets us out of bed in the morning and it informs how we feel when we go to sleep at night um it's one of those pillars of how we're getting through our day-to-day -day life and you need to motivate yourself and others effectively or you're just gonna be you're gonna be pretty miserable i think i would say that you know in the past when i've not thought about these things critically i've felt more or less miserable so uh you got this you know you got this just remember your purpose and keep on trucking okay all right 
I will catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to go to buildcreate.com slash step three. And please, please, pretty please, the cherry on top, leave us a rating and review on iTunes.